Thanks for tuning in to the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching. With your host, Chris Piercy. Losing the illusion of control. Your thoughts, your actions, and literally nothing else. This is the level of control that you and everyone else on the planet has over their lives. Now, whilst this seems to be an oversimplification of things, it really isn't. I ask you now if there's anything else which falls outside of these two things that you have complete control of. Now, this isn't to say that you can't perhaps influence things with your thoughts and your actions, but you are not in control of them. Annoying drivers. This is my favourite example of how little control we have. If you drive, then, or maybe if you've even just been a passenger a number of times, then I'm sure you've encountered in a situation which has annoyed the hell out of you. The most frustrating thing is when you're stuck behind a slow-moving car that's driving well below the speed limit and there's no place to pass them. This tends to happen particularly if you're in a rush or you're running late. It's the ultimate leveller. It doesn't matter whether you're the world's worst driver or you're Lewis Hamilton, your maximum speed is defined by the little old lady in the Fiat 500 in front of you. So, what can you do about her? Well, your thoughts aren't going to change anything, but your actions could. Right, you could like drive right up her ass, wave your hands around and beep your horn. Maybe even sideswipe her off the road, depending if you want to do jail time or not. So, what can you do about her, realistically? Nothing. You'll never be in control of her response. She could easily slow down just to piss you off. She could slam her brakes on, causing you to hit her. Or she could speed up just as you desire. You have no control over her actual response, though. Just as she has no control over you acting like a dickhead behind her. But why? You might be wondering why I'm telling you all this and hating on the idea of people having control. The reason is simple. The biggest cause of anxiety is people worrying about things which they have absolutely zero control over. Have a think about the things which have upset you or worried you the most in the last couple of weeks. Really drill down and work out how much control you had over that situation or circumstance. You may well be thinking that you're worried about something you did to upset someone and how their acting is now upsetting you. Well, shit, people mess up. People say stupid things, people do stupid things, and maybe you did just this. What control have you got about things which you've already done? None. Nada. Zilch. If this was the case, then all you can do is apologise and try and make it up to the person. But again, you're only trying to influence someone. You don't have control over whether they'll accept that apology or even speak to you ever again. That is in their control. With modern dating how it is, people match with complete strangers. Maybe they message them, maybe they meet for a drink, and then they stop messaging. Ghosting, as it's known. It's a completely uncool thing to do. It's rude, it's childish, it's frustrating, and it shows little or no respect whatsoever. And it's completely out of your control. If someone has decided, for whatever reason, that they're not going to message you back, then what can you do about that? We're again into the realms of attempting influence, but again, multiple messages 
could draw them back or equally it could push them away violently. I hope you're beginning to get the point on this. When it comes to worry and anxiety, it is absolutely clear that as soon as we recognise that something is no longer in our control, we need to let go of it. Am I suggesting this is easy? No. Am I suggesting that this is probably the single most important thing to recognise in improving your life? Probably. Are you on board yet? At the start of 2020, also known as the year of the apocalypse, huge bushfires absolutely ravaged the Australian outback, destroying forests, habitats, people's homes, and killing dozens of people as well. Maybe you've forgotten about that part of this awful year, which is 2020. Either way, it was horrific. How much did you worry about that? Probably not so much. It's a fire on the other side of the world, unless you're listening in to Australia, in which case, g'day. Um, but you probably cared if you're a half-decent human being, but worry is very different. How much control did you have over the wildfires? If you don't say none at this point, I'm going to jump through your earphones and slap you. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I will. Think now again about the last thing that worried you. Did you have any more control over that than you did the Australian wildfires? I'll give you a clue. The answer is no. And yet, you worried a lot more about the thing relating to you. Let's be clear. You're perfectly entitled to care a lot more about a thing relating to you, but it's unhelpful and illogical to worry about it more. Oh, right, it's illogical to worry. I'll just stop that then. That's my sarcastic voice. Like I said, I'm not suggesting that just doing all this is easy, but it is necessary if you want to feel differently about things, which, if you're listening this far, I assume is now true. I'd like you to do the following. Step one. Think of something in your life that is really worrying you right now. Next, I want you to write down all the things that you have full control of relating to this. Remember, we only control our thoughts and our actions. Next, I want you to do all of the things that you can actually do in relation to this thing you're worrying about. And then stop worrying about it and start caring. With a fairly direct and simple self-talk, we can actually directly influence how we feel. The very action of telling yourself or someone else that you're worried about something will actually induce that physiological feeling of worry within you. You'll actually be causing yourself to have a, have a like twisted stomach or nervous sweats or increased heart rate, breathing, whatever you feel when you're anxious. What if instead you said, I care about whatever it is, rather than I worry about or I'm worrying about? Caring is a much more positive feeling. It has like a better energy to it. Caring brings about a sense of warmth and security. It is just as strong an emotion as worry, but without all the emotional baggage attached. Maybe, again, this sounds overly simplistic, but I ask you this. If you've done everything that you can do, then what is there left to do? I'll leave you with that thought. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast on losing the illusion of control. And hope you tune in for another episode soon. Enjoyed today's episode? 
then give us a rating and hit subscribe. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching. Have you got the gist of it yet?